championship, you gotta grind. When them bright lights shine, and this game go nine, they gon' cover the story not quite like Ryan. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why who got fine. Prime, time, got the game statistics. I could say, if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now Raw Mind Sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close like a coach's assistant. You wanna be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is Raw Mind Sports, another edition. I don't hear you. You're muted. Can you hear me? You're still muted. Still muted. Hey. All right, all right. Welcome, welcome to another edition of Raw Mind Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Jones. Sorry for delay. You know Raw Mind Sports. Sometimes you get some glitches and glams. But one thing about Raw Mind Sports is authentic and things happen in the technical world we live in. So that being said, uh, this show is sponsored by Essential Collections, Essential Collections by Monica Ricks. Use the promo code Raw Mind. Use the promo code Raw Mind. You get a 15% discount. She has authentic products from facial care to bar soaps to body care, things for the kids, things for the adults very cute things if you want to go on a date she even has care packages you know use the promo code raw mind promo code raw mind you'll see all her body supply products that she has um www.essentialcollections.square.site and with that being said this is raw mind sports again your host ryan jones senior and we're gonna do something a little different this this week you know we have a small business owner but you know like I try to tell people who don't maybe know, skating is a sport. Even though, so, even though she's running a small business, it is a sport. And none other than the great Denise Watkins, who's now CEO head person in charge, I guess I want to say, of Skyview Skateland. And it's a family business that's been around for years. So with that being said, Denise, how you doing today? I am well, Ryan. Thank you so much for inviting me on to your podcast. I'm excited to be here. Oh man, thank you, thank you. Much appreciation, much appreciation. So, with that being said, let's just start here with Skyview Skateland because this has been around way before I was born, and it's been around for years. And you can kind of like tell us the history how it first started. I will do. Uh, actually, on Sunday, September the I believe what was it the seventeenth, we celebrated our sixty fifth anniversary. Oh wow. And- Uh, What occurred, my parents came to Rocky Mount in 1947 and built a drive-in theater. And of course, in the early 50s, the television comes out, it's getting popular. And my dad's thinking, well, you know, drive-in theaters may not survive. So Mm -hmm. in 1958, he opened up the skating rink. So that we get the name Sky View from the drive-in portion and um at the age of 39 he did not know how to skate but he had that entrepreneurial spirit and decided to build a roller skating rink at that time roller skating was definitely growing in interest and uh it was you know rinks were popping up all over I'm not sure if you might realize it or not but there were actually tent skating rinks um 
entrepreneurs who had tents and a, a wooden surface would go around into different communities and set up tents for roller skating. I guess they had some um, skate rentals available for you to use. But, you know, that was a fairly new concept because mm -hmm. prior to that, most people only knew um, outdoor skates, you know, the uh. metal skates with the skate key. So um, roller skating really started becoming popular in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. And of course, by the time the disco era of the 70s and 80s, we were a well-established industry. So I know before we go into the skating part again, because the industry was established and the things that you said were like by far amazing. Um, how did you like before we got into the skating rig? Did you like the drive-in theater? Did you think it was going to be like, in your opinion, did you think it was going to be a successful business as years to come? Or you think you're kind of like in the right situation here? Well, you have to realize I was very young because I was actually <laughs> three years old when my dad oh. skating rink. So I don't remember learning how to skate, but I do remember the very first job and responsibility my parents gave me was picking up the trash off of that field at the skate at the drive-in. You know, people would purchase food items from the concessions as mm -hmm. the, and eat that food as they were um, watching the movie. Well, they would just ditch their trash out their car windows, leaving it on the ground. So literally my first job in uh, my family's businesses were picking up that trash off of the field. No, I know. So, um, so what, what led you to, you know, your family, you, you say your dad was running the, um, Skyview skate land first, um, building tradition. Did you, um, for me, what led you to decide to take over instead of anybody else? What made you say, I want to keep it going? You know, what was the what was the energy, the drive for it? So uh, I went off to college in Winston-Salem from 73 to 83. Oh, wow. And um, I used, actually used to teach health and PE and coach girls sports, basketball. Oh, oh so you was a basketball player. Yes, I love it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But, um, you know, I noticed my parents were beginning to age. I felt like my dad was ready to come out of the day-to-day -day operations. And at that time, I felt like it was a good move. My husband and I had not established, had not even started a family. So mm. we came back in September of 83. My father did exit the day-to-day -day operations, and I more or less stepped over as manager at that point. My mother actually sold tickets for us and remained there until she died. Uh, she died in April of 1996. She had a heart attack in her sleep at the age of 77. So she was mm. actually still selling tickets for us. And um, of course, my brother, he has always been there. So um, he and I comprise that second generation and we're trying to keep that legacy rolling. Oh, man, what a legacy. What a legacy thus far. So in this day and time, like when you look at the skating rinks and you, the things like that, what is something that's still accessible 
to the community that the kids and them need to know how valuable like being a part of a skating rink or going to a skating rink could be? Well, I'm often, people will often say to me, so parents just drop their children off here. <laughs> yeah. That has always been the culture of roller skating rinks. Yes, you do have families that come in and stay as families, but then you have some families as they've been a part of our rink and started skating, they come to realize it's a very safe space to leave their children. Hmm. I think most the majority of all skating rinks are known as that first step of independence for young people. When children or youth go to school, they are in a very supervised setting. That mm. teacher is over their shoulder the majority of the day. I well, agree. as they come into our skating rink, it's still a supervised facility it's just I'm not over their shoulder directing everything. So it is a supervised um, situation, but yet there's a lot of freedom. Children often learn how to manage their money because mm. most of the time the parents give them, say, $20. So, you know, they've got to pay to get in. They might want to buy some snacks play right. games, buy a little novelty item. So they really truly learn to manage their money. But another thing, they learn to meet new people and make new friends. Uh, you know, we're located in Edgecombe County, and a lot of people think that our customers are basically just right there in the West Edgecombe community. But no, we branch out probably a good 25 miles at least. Mm. Um, we have students from Nash and Edgecombe counties, Wilson counties, uh, probably have some Halifax occasionally. And so it's not just a small group. It's it's really Big groups. large. Yeah, yeah. Group because right, right. they start to come and they get connected with other kids and that become, they become their friends, say, on Friday night. So when Friday night comes, they want to be at the skating rink and be with their friends. And, and that's what I was going to say, too. Since you have, like, these groups, the groups that come in, do you, like, have something to where, like, some kids are, like, getting tutoring or or learning the fundamentals of skating? Do you have something like that in plan? I'm just curious. So like, just raw thoughts. Just raw thoughts here for Scott. No problem. We actually <laughs> do offer skating lessons just prior to our Saturday afternoon sessions. But as children come in or young people come in, you know, they'll come to me and say, so how do you skate? And I try <laughs> to take them aside and help them understand First thing is they got to have their balance because without their balance, all they can't right. stand up. So as they learn their balance, then they've got to learn how to move their feet properly. So two biggest mistakes people make in learning to skate. First, they look down at their feet. So that throws their balance to the front wheels of their skates. All they got to do is keep the chin up, watch where they're going. That keeps the body in a nice straight line. Their balance is equally proportioned over their skates. 
The second mistake they always make, they try to shift their weight or their balance like we walk. We Mm. walk by stepping forward. The heel strikes the ground. We rock to our toes. And that's how they try to skate. Well, in skating in that way, your balance doesn't know whether to be on the front set of skate or the rear set. So it's a rocking sensation. But roller skating is side by side. Your your body is always over your balance Mm. or your balance is always under you. So skating is side by side. And I try to show them it's like marching. You've got to bend the knee so you can lift the foot, put the foot back down. And lifting or marching back and forth causes their body weight to shift from one skate to the next skate. And that shift of body weight is what rolls or propels those wheels to roll forward. Typically, they try to transfer their weight like we walk. So I have to help them understand, no, don't step forward. It's kind of like stepping to the side. It is a marching sensation. And with that being said, for all the viewers that are listening to this, um, she just got one-on-one skating right. lessons right here live on Raw Mind Sports. You just don't get lessons like that. It just happened all the time. She gave you the lessons one-on-one on the proper way to skate. So, like, I know they have skating thing, you know, skating rings and look at that on TV. It's a lot of fun outside of skating. So, what are the other activities you guys have to where, you know, make skating a very fun night or fun day? Well, you know, you have to realize when we opened in 1958, roller skating (laughs) rinks were just that. They didn't have game rooms. They didn't have um, playgrounds. They didn't have laser tags. They had their skating surface. So as a rink owner that's been in the business so long, I have a repertoire of games and activities that I do on my skating surface to entertain you. So to me, my entertainment is on that skating surface. And I, every session, we always play um, several games for the children to engage in. Hmm. Something I had never really thought of, but I heard another parent make the comment one day to a friend. And she said, now, if your child gets out there and plays the games that Miss Denise has, they're going to be skating in no time. Because Hmm. those games will tweak their skills. It'll help them learn new skills and help them to improve. So Hmm. um, some of those actual games we might fall and some of them soon learn to get over that fear of falling. And so they get a little braver and say, well, I'm willing to try that now. Yeah, yeah. Falling's (laughs) not so bad after all. Man, and that's interesting. Like the way you're you're projecting it, the way you're skating is kind of unique. You're not pushing them away to an arcade room. You're not pushing them away off the skating rink. You're, you're providing games. And you're providing fun that keeps them engaged with the skating part of the skating ring. A lot of skating rings and things like that may have other events outside of that arcade and stuff. Of course, logically, you can't put an arcade game set 
on the skating ring, but you can provide games. And I like that the way that you're using that niche and approaching it. So how's this market and economy different from it? Did you have to like be very innovative to what you're doing as the years go on? Did you have to change things and rethink things, stuff like that, Skyview? Well, you know, years ago, we did not have the competition we have today. I have to say it's pretty fierce. You know, <laughs> children can still only be at one place at a time. So uh, I just try to be the happening place that they want to be. You know, so many are involved in sports or they have extracurricular activities from home. Uh, you know, a lot of girls are in dance, guys love karate. So sometimes those are my competitors. But I think one of the best things I have is I'm the social network. You know, kids still want to be with their friends, regardless of what their activities are. And our association uh, actually coined that phrase for us years ago for National Roller Skating Month, that uh, roller skating is the original social network. That was probably our theme back in the 90s because mm. we are the social place. Um, any number of times I'll hear the kids talking that, yeah, we uh, made a decision at lunch. We were coming to the rink tonight. So it probably all probably Take a um, survey. Who's going skating tonight? Oh, and, man, man. Oh, man. They make a strategy. They're going to meet there. <laughs> now, I like that. I like that. And it's, it's, it's the way you were saying about the competition and the levels of like that. Not even just competition necessarily in skating. It's other extracurricular activities that takes away from skating. So what has Denise done to say, hey, look, Skyview is still the place today, no matter what is going on in the world? Well, I have tried to step into the digital age. Ryan, you and I have chatted quite a bit about that. Um, yes, yes. As one of my rink friends from Pennsylvania said, you know, Denise, if it's not on the internet, it didn't happen. So I do try to have that presence online that people can find me and they see that I am a fun facility and hey, I want to go check it out. I want to be there real time to see what's yeah. happening. So we are on the social media channels. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Actually, I have a Snapchat channel as well. Oh, That's wow. a great way that I get to communicate with my young people and they communicate with me. Um, I get tickled because the first snowflake falls uh, they'll start sending me snaps. Are you going to open tonight? Because they're so afraid, you know, they're going to miss out. But uh, it Snapchat is a great way for us to communicate and know what's happening. You know, that is their direct line to me. <laughs> so uh, what's new? What is something that you would like to do? Like something new that you've never done that you, you're thinking about bringing? I know you said your activities, you have games on the, the, um, the skating rinks, you have other activities as well in Skyview, but what is something that you're building on that you want to either do now or possibly in the future? Well, I've really been trying to develop an adult-only skate night. Woo! Um, no, you didn't, did you? That means I can get in there and shake it back a little bit. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, it just takes time, it seems, to develop that. Um, 
there is a skate culture all across the United States. If you just simply go into YouTube and look up skate parties, you will be amazed at the number of adult skaters. I'm thinking coming up next month. No, it may be next weekend. In Atlanta, Georgia is USA uh, Skating Shuffle. And that is one of the Cooey's rinks. They have a lot of dance skaters that can truly shuffle to the beat of the music. Wow. Uh, another good friend, um, Billy Thompson down in Charlotte, he has Rolling Through the Carolinas, and he has that every March. I'm thinking it's the third weekend. And he will have adult skaters descend on Charlotte and skate with him. They probably start about 11 o'clock each Friday and Saturday night of that weekend, and they roll till probably 5 a.m. in the morning. Like I said, go to YouTube and just um, uh, search for Rolling in the Carolinas. You will see some great adult skaters that have the skills and they just love, they are passionate about roller skating. Oh man, oh man. And what I call this the raw thoughts minute. Um, this is a topic where like you get to talk about anything I didn't ask you about. And this is pretty much it's not necessarily a free fall because I have to direct this because I had a little conversation in my sports show one day. I brought raw thoughts minute and I was talking about anything in sports with a guy, but apparently raw thoughts, he goes far left something that ain't got nothing to do with nothing on the topic and so now i have come to my conclusion in my senses to say hey, look ryan make sure you address this this topic and make sure you explain it very thoroughly and well so that being said i guess if it's anything that you didn't get a chance to discuss that i didn't ask this is your time miss watkins well i don't know of anything right off um <laughs> i do invite everybody lace on some skates you know i get tickled Sometimes when parents come to birthday parties, they'll get a little brave and decide they're going to put skates on and they'll say, I haven't skated <laughs> in 20 years. And I'm like, oh, you got old then. <laughs> I'm going to have a T-shirt made that you don't stop skating because you get old. You get old. <laughs> yes, I still skate. And I do believe it gives a very great quality of life. Um, my blood pressure is great. I take no prescription meds oh, and I think it's because I'm very physically active. You know, I do skate and, uh, I always say, if I don't skate, who's going to teach these children how to. Right. Right. And with that being said, Miss Denise, I appreciate you coming on the raw mind sports. This was awesome. Um, I hope this show has gave you guys a lot of learning and toolage of Skyview Skateland and skating is still around. People for you thought that skating was probably non-existent. Well, you were wrong. Raw thoughts. It's still here. It still gives you life. It's still a lot of fun at a very good quality rate and cost compared to a lot of things with inflation going around. It's still provided to you at a manageable, reasonable price. So with that being said, Mr. Denise, I appreciate you. and uh, Hey, let me tell them where I'm located. Go ahead, tell them. I'm in Rocky Mount, located at 13734 U.S. 64 Alternate West in Rocky Mount. So come on out and skate with us. I think you'll have a great time. Well, you heard that. That's it. That's all. Thanks you. Thank you for joining Raw Mind Sports. This is your host, Ryan Jones. 
And we are out.